Hey everyone and welcome to the first part of this outdoor instructor chat with Ben Yates from Summit and Beyond. Really enjoyed doing this interview. There is a second part so make sure to check that out as well. We covered loads of different stuff. I probably could have stayed up chatting to, to Ben for hours and hours and hours. Um, but some of the stuff that we covered in this first part, I've had to write it down. We talked about uh, becoming an outdoor instructor, uh, what makes a great mountain leader, flora and fauna, how he set up his business, Summit and Beyond, and what he's been doing in the time where we've been in lockdown because that's what's been happening whilst we've been filming this. So yeah, hope you enjoy the video. Check it out. Hello and welcome to Instructor 101 for outdoor instructors that want to make an even bigger impact on those that they work with. Today I am joined with Ben Yates from Summit and Beyond. So first of all, Thank you, Ben, for coming to join us. Um, actually, right, so before the interview, like there was this thing where like, we always have a preamble and Ben and I would just like to natter, really. Um, but this is where I get to embarrass Ben a little bit, so I haven't prepped him for this at all. But like, I genuinely, I'm really like, like thank you like to you, because without, like, honestly, without you, like I don't think Instructor 101 would happen. So for those, you that do like Instructor 101, then great. For those of you that don't like Instructor 101, then this is the man to blame. Because, uh, yeah, he's been such a, an inspiration to uh, like, for, for loads of things, really. So, um, but yeah, that side of, yeah, Ben, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, where people can find you it. online? Job done. I can sign off now that you said that. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Game over. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm Ben. I'm a UK-based mountain leader, and I have my brand, my little company called Summit and Beyond, where I offer people guiding in the hills. And also, it's it's come from like a mental health background, where I used to take people out and do a therapy, and then it sort of progressed from there. So that's what I'm about. And yeah, sure, I'll explore that more in this. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd love to go into a few more bits uh, about what you do. Um, and obviously with all this stuff, uh, I'll try and make sure there's links to all of your stuff on the screen and the description down below. So I'm sure Ben will, will send me a few bits and pieces later on. So yeah. So Ben, like, obviously it's a bit like... It feels a bit like behind the scenes of Instructor 101, this. <laughs> what, looking like I'm in my back garden? <laughs> no, when you were doing the intro, it was like... Whoa, this is weird. He's doing the <laughs> intro in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I start trying to uh, answer phone calls like that as well to my mates just to freak him out. So I think I'm recording them. <laughs> uh, so, mate, you, like, you've had lo uh, loads of different experiences in your life. So I was listening to like a, a podcast type thing you did recently. Uh, yeah. You got us with Bold Adventures, is that right? Yeah, yeah, with uh, yeah, with Dave Bold, Bold Adventures. Well, yeah, shout out to Dave because I thought it was, it was quality actually. Um, listening to yeah, that, he's, he's really good, man. Like, he, he's got it, yeah, he's, he's he leads it really well. It was like two and a half hours long, though. <laughs> yeah, man, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to follow that performance that well, I'm afraid, <laughs> but no, yeah. Like, but it was the first time that I've spoken to him properly. So it was, and we're both ex-army. And so we've got loads in common. And it just kind of like, 
So yeah, it was fun. Yeah, man. It, like, like it's the first time hearing about like your your army background in a little bit more detail, actually, uh, yeah. for me. So like, I knew. So you've got loads of other experiences, Matt. But the the way that I first got to know you is through the the outdoor instructor world. So yeah, just how did you end up in that? In in the army or the instructor uh, world? The instructor world. Uh, I well, I suppose like I had. I've always liked being in the outdoors and then the army you're just naturally you're just out there all the time live, living doing exercise out so it was like ingrained into me while I was in the army and then when I left um, and I did some traveling I went out to South Africa and I realized how powerful the outdoors is for education and then I came um, and that's I just pursued like my ML, my um, CWA, and you know the, did some of the paddling stuff and just yeah got got right on it and then and then landed this thing with the NHS. But yeah, it's like that's how, that's like the timeline if you like in a nutshell. Okay, cool. So if you like you said like it's quite powerful, um, like like the outdoors can can be quite powerful. For people is that something that you've always kind of seen then no not really i think when you start out you you you're stroking your own ego aren't you do you know what i mean you're like i'm gonna i, I want to go out climbing and i want to climb hard or i'm gonna yeah like I, I would never running in the mountains or like hiking in the mountains was never a thing for me i was kind of like oh, unless i had have a rifle and i'm patrolling what's the point and then but now it's like flip side i'm like i'd rather go for a nice stroll in the mountains and be clinging off a piece of rock absolutely like soil in my pants <laughs> but <laughs> i think that comes with having a having a child and um so no it's not yeah i think it's grown over time the passion for it yeah but yeah what about you Sure, your story is totally different to mine, but then we like we connect, we get on, we we do the similar things. Yeah, like I came into it from there's a couple of different things to it. Like I keep it's one of those things I keep reflecting back to. Um, I think I I amongst wanting to have like a this active lifestyle, um, I was just really interested in working with kids. I think that was the, the big thing uh, for me very early on. I was really interested in just working with kids and just being in like a, in a cool place doing it and doing cool things. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, although like at, at the time when, when I started, there was a, a TV show called Brat Camp, um, which it was like this really cheesy like American thing, but what it was about or the sentiment of it i thought was really cool was the whole uh, it was taking uh young adults out and it was like these british kids that were taken over to america to go to do outdoor therapy oh i know yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. and that it really inspired me like i was like a teenager when i watched that when that was out on tv and i think it's still something that keeps going not as a tv show but like it's like nature therapy or is a is a thing which I'm, I yeah I want to look into a bit more actually I just think it seems like a really interesting 
prospects and just different angle to to go at things. Youth youth work. Yeah, I'm, I'm working. I work for a company at the minute. I'm not going to say the name of them, but that yeah, was yeah. that was their kind of ethos. Um, it's, it's the thing is though is with the current system, things grow very fast, and then if you want to expand and grow, then you have to sing to the hymn sheet, if you like, and a lot of these these. Um, these these sort of like ethics, these guidelines that we run by, which one of them was um, get outside uh, to get the kids out. So you get, uh, it's like crisis care. So you get a young person who's like a brat camp type kid. So you get a kid who's ha- having a really bad time in their area, their social worker puts them like on, in border country where there's nothing. And then we take them out into the fells and teach them sort of, I mean, it's a therapy, but, um, finding companies, youth work uh, services or like companies that do that now is quite hard because of Ofsted and the pressure that they put on the companies to grow in certain ways. But it's, there's still companies out there like uh, you just have to be very, very good at safeguarding yourself these days. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's, there's lots to it and lots of different angles to this. And like I have a lot of respect for people that do. Yeah, that sort of work, man. It's it's been very compl- complex, very complex. Uh, not just from like a practical standpoint either. Like I'm sure there's a lot of like uh, questions that you have to ask yourself about what's right and wrong and, and bits like that. There's a, I'm sure there's a lot to it. Which, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the so, biggest question you have to ask yourself is, um, so you kind of you go in as like the mountain leader or the paddle sport instructor or the rock climbing instructor or whatever you go in as like we're even seeing with this lockdown we're even seeing like MICs coming through the door which is quite like I was like whoa okay um but that shows you what sort of what's going on with the economy and people getting out but all that aside yeah yeah, you kind of you have to put yourself in a real-time situation so if I went out if I went to meet um, two clients and one of them was um, shouting and throwing rocks off off a crag and the yeah, other yeah. one like super super unfit would I would I be willing as a mountain leader to you know to take that that client base out or would I be questioning am I safe doing this um, and I think you, when you when you work for a company and the company says um, I want you to do this, and then you end up in that situation, like in and out. You're kind of like, oh, hang on, would I? You have to ask yourself the question: Would I do this if it was two clients coming to me? And the answer is no. You wouldn't put yourself at risk like that. So that's a message to all the like youth work um, and leaders out there: Don't do it. <laughs> Look after yourself, man. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like such a, a complex thing. Like such a complex thing. Um, but like, yeah, like so you kind of come from. Like when I knew, like personally, and meeting with you, we worked alongside each other as outdoor instructors. Then we both kind of went off in our separate directions and, and stuff. Um, it sounds like we had a breakup, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> 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 and you, then, left, you left first. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Um, and then, yeah, and then I've kind of known you to go off and do different things, but now you start, you've got more of like a, a mountain leader focus. Um, yeah. Like, that's what I've, what I've kind of seen a lot. Um, so what makes, if I was to ask you, what makes a, a good mountain leader? So it's like, so I, because I'm always thinking like, okay, so there's what makes a good instructor, a great instructor. So mm -hmm. is there, would you say there's something with mountain leaders as well? Like that's that same sort of question. Yeah, I think I, for, well, for me, the, the main thing is passion. Like just being passionate about that. So I used to get really caught up with, oh, I don't know enough. And I think this is why I used to hide from it a lot. So I used to sort of, I had my qualification, but I would sort of hide from it and I wouldn't pursue it. I would pursue other things, but not mountain leading. And, and that was because like, I probably could be stronger at certain aspects of it, like flora and fauna, like understanding what's going on with the environment around me. Like, you know, it's, that's not my strength. I love navigating. I love the areas. I understand the land. I, got a good grasp on the geology and what's happening but with the wildlife I've always so I've always thought you, you need to be like perfect everything before you can actually pursue something like that and then the reality is that you don't have to be perfect at everything you just need to be able to if you're going to be guiding people out in the mountains you just need to be able to keep them you and them safe you're keeping them safe is what you're doing, which has, there's then there's some basic skills like understanding the area that you go into, understanding um, the weather, what, what weather you're going to come up against, uh, understanding navigation and what kit you're going to be wearing when you're out there. I didn't do this because I think you should be wearing a woolly jumper. I just, you know what I mean? What kit yeah. you're going to be wearing. Uh, yeah, and it, once you've got those basic things down, the rest of it is just like your passion for where you're going, what you're doing, the activity, the area. Um, yeah. Oh, you're still there. It might cut out. Uh oh. Oh, he's back. He's back. Where did we I get? What did I say last? I I was scribbling something down that I wanted to come back to, so <laughs> so I was like, ah, trying to multitask, not a, not strong. Uh, you, in fact, you were saying, yeah, don't go wearing your. You're talking about kit because you're talking about your the the amazing top that you're wearing, which I I really do love and a bit jealous of. Uh, but you're saying that you want. Yes, yeah, so I think like it's yeah. So there's these basic things that you need to be able that you need to know about, and you need to be able to. That you need to be experienced with but I think the main thing is being able to guide people and have a passion about what you're doing because that that's infectious it, it inspires people and it brings people back and it helps them to live uh, more healthy I think yeah right. so that's what makes a big mountain leader for me all right what well, I really like um and that's a great great answer because I was scribbling down there but it's like 
I love that you said that you don't have to be perfect, you know, when you just when you're just starting off in, in like yeah, obviously you've got to keep people safe, uh, you've got to enjoy themselves, but you're still gonna be learning, like people are still are gonna continuously learn. Not like a lot of people say, you know, with, with driving, that like that's a phrase like you do your driving test, you pass that, and then you learn you really learn how to drive afterwards. Yeah, always- that's when you're racking up the experience, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot more. And like uh, to all the, the extra stuff that like, I'm still learning now. And like one of the things I love about doing these interviews and talking to people like you is because I get to learn even more about outdoor instructing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think like so a little scenario is popping up in my head where it's like, it's all well and good me putting out a YouTube video saying, this is what contours are and this is how you read contours and blah 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 blah. but like in reality if you were like out there in in the hills and we're in a new area i'm like the same my head's going now that's not right and i'm really like the only difference between me and somebody that's just starting out is that i've learned to trust the tools that i've got but my head's still going, nope, like that, that's not right. Like, and I have to, no, trust in it then, trust in it then. So it's yeah. that, you know what I mean? It's still, we're still never going to be, I'd love to be able to say that I'm like, yeah, the, this is here and the contour's like that and this is how the ground looks and my bearing says this and boom, I'm perfect every time. But that's just not the case, man. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm Mate, I wish I wish I could get to that point. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, so, and, and if somebody says to me, oh, Ben, that's a really interesting looking bit of plant life. What's that? I'm like, grass. <laughs> what, every time? Yeah, <laughs> grass. grass. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of it. So you're playing the numbers game, really. So actually. Grass. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I do know some. I, t- I tell you, somebody that we both know, and um, Beth, she used to work at Robin Wood in Alston. She took uh, my partner and I and my little daughter out, and we went to near the Rinogs in Wales. Yeah. And um, basically, she took us, she took us round this trail, and we she was just we were just eating plant life. It was brilliant, absolutely fantastic experience. So I do, I do have a little bit of knowledge, but generally, just to be safe, I call it grass. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well, it's better, it's better to like be honest about it, isn't it? Like, there's, I think, you know what, like, an, uh, like early days instructor Nile would have been like really like like hard on hard on myself for not knowing all that stuff, um, yeah. and I would like. I think it's this and not being sure and then like kind of like I'd be like very non-committal to say yeah that's um wood sorrel yeah maybe but I wouldn't be 100% sure so but I'd say it and I'd apply it and it, yeah it was just like completely the wrong attitude to do like if it for me now I'm like it's okay to say I don't know but you know what I'm gonna yeah, yeah. I find out and you know what would be even better is actually to go I'm going to find out and then after the mountain day we're going to take the time to get back in touch and let them know 
and or yeah. tell them where to find that information because that's like a greater service isn't it and you and it shows like an interest as well and it shows that you value the the clients that you're taking out as well yeah you just set them up before you go out and you just say all i want you to do today is find some sphagnum moss and then we're all safe yeah, yeah. We can put the toilet. We can dress the room, and we know that we, we know that we're, um, we know that all the carbon's getting sucked up from the air, so we're good. That's the yeah. only one you need. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I would like to get better at trees. I'd like to, I'd like to get better at identifying trees. Yeah. Because yeah, there's so many different ones. Oh, mate, there is. Like, I've taken time whilst I've been going out and like daily exercise thing. I've been trying to identify things. So I'm still like, I'm still uncertain about stuff. Um, I like trying out new stuff and like bush crafty bits as well, which is quite cool. I'm sort of still yeah. yet to. One day I'm going to make my own bow drill set. It's going to happen. <laughs> Got to happen soon. <laughs> I like, but trying like different. Uh, like eating like the leaves of hawthorn trees as well yeah walking yeah. cheese i think something something like that I'd, I'd have to double check i'd need to double check i'll find out for everyone <laughs> watching um yeah. but yes yeah, so, so we're, yeah just we're trying to find out that stuff we were chewing on some uh gauze bush leaves the other day which is quite nice like the little petals yeah See, i don't know the name of them but they, they taste good <laughs> your homework then try and find that out <laughs> what it is <laughs> right so like, obviously you've done we've been talking a lot about mountain leader stuff which is great um obviously this year uh lots of stuff has happened doesn't it 2020 yeah. so um you were set to like like fully commit go all in on on your business launching summit and beyond and like the, one of the things there is like committing to, to positive change, uh, which I, I love that. I love that mental health, like the well-being aspect of of what you do. Um, yeah. I think it's I think it's so important, Adrian, now more than ever. Now more than ever. Um, I was wondering if you just tell us a bit more about about that and well, what your vision was and what it is that you've been up to now that obviously. The mounts are currently closed to us, and yeah, yeah. Tell us about that because that can't have been easy. Um, so, yeah, so I, I basically invested some of my money into a website. Um, where the, the the branding that I've got was actually created for me by this lady called Charlotte, and she did like this superb job she just kind of landed it on me one day and i was like whoa this is really good um so i went back to her and i said um, can you build me a website and she did a phenomenal job i'm well happy with it it's like she just knows what i want so it's it looks great, great. Oh, man. i'm very I'm quite yeah i'm jealous very jealous yeah I, love it. I absolutely love it and it's such a i can use it as well i can interact with it anyway um so i started it's a game changer. I didn't, I've never sort of um, considered it properly. Having a like a legitimate website, it's literally a game changer. As soon as I launched the website, it was like I became 
Summit and Beyond became like this recognised real thing. Uh, and then I started getting bookings. So I was like, oh, okay. But I'd sort of got enough bookings to be able to drop to like bank at work so I could just essentially freelance at, at the care company that I worked for. And yeah, so I was supposed, I had bookings all through what we now make. So this weekend, I was supposed to be running a big challenge. This upcoming weekend, a big challenge in the Lake District with a, with a PT, that a guy called um, Simo is, is a PT um, movement, if you like. It's called SSF Boot Camp. So okay. we were going to be um, doing this thing with his clients out in the mountains. But obviously, I was I'd just be getting back from the Highlands a couple of days ago. Um, so yeah, I, had, I was I was booked up, and then yeah, who was I speaking to the other day? I was like, it's imagine you reading a novel or a book. It's yeah, Dave, yeah. When, and and you're like, oh yeah, so this guy built his life up to this point, website, and he's the mountain leader, and he's got all these bookings, he's doing so well, and then you turn the page, science fiction. COVID-19, like lockdown, <laughs> it's like absolutely mental. So yeah, um, I built up my my bookings through, for example, I was getting quite a lot of interest from, um, so I had a couple of ladies get in touch and book their fathers onto, book their dads onto guided days with me. And it was to do confidence building and to, um yeah just to, they're older guys now and one of them had been in an accident and she was mm. saying can you just take him out and, and like just get him out in the fells and give him that lease of life again i was like yeah that's me i can do that that's sounds like it's a perfect job for you oh man like i was so made up with it i had um yeah bookings in the highlands i had um a, a few people coming up from london who wanted to do like the cmd arrest and yeah, just and they're all looking for that moment of presence within this day out. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah it was all looking really good, and then lockdown. So mm. I had I had like four days of pure despair, where I was just like, oh my god! Like, hey, I'm not surprised. I, I was, yeah, I, four days. This isn't. Seems like a short amount of time, really, all considered. But yeah. But so. then I. But then when you think about people, were uh, a lot of people like started to go. Hang on, this started to rationalise it. Hang on, like I hadn't got to the point where I'd left work yet, so I hadn't, yeah. you know, hadn't left my job. And there's this like three months grace thing that you've got to do before you can go freelance there. So I hadn't started that so I was still in employment so I was able to retract my resignation which was like actually I was a week away from leaving so I was like that's was like, that's fortunate right it's there's lots of people out there who've lost their ring and I thought you need to I just give myself a kick up the backside really and it's like yeah. crack and get back to work and start really um, change your focus do something look at what you can do look at what you can change and then I just started to focus on that so 
Good man. Probably, I, I, I properly admire it. I properly admire it. Um, That's what you used him as well, though. Yeah, I've been, I've been very fortunate. I've been trying to like put out more content. Um, just good. Someone's asking me, so no, oh, do you have like a, a backlog of loads of videos and stuff? It's like, no. <laughs> Can keep posting it. <laughs> Trying to keep posting more and more. Um, oh no, it's getting to the right people though, which is is really cool, and everyone's been really supportive of it um, as well, which is which is really really nice. So yeah, I'm really grateful to to all those that are, are watching and. And supporting like whether it's me or Ben or we've seen other instructors as well like uh, Simon and Joel as well like it's been amazing the, the support that people have shown like even just by like just leaving a comment or just watching the videos it's just like incredible it really means a lot did, doesn't it need to watch you one with Simon he's a right lad Simon so yeah um but yeah, so what kind of tell me like what you've been focusing on because you you're very creative, uh, yeah. you very you, uh, very quite forward thinking. Um, we obviously we're both influenced by uh, a guy called Gary Vaynerchuk or Gary V. Um, who? Who? Gary V. Gary V. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like we're I think he influences both of us and. In certain ways, um, I see one of those ways is by building brands, and that's what I've tried to take this some of this time to do. So, but what are the other things that you've been working on as as well? We've got lined so, up. When I got to my like moment of change, like just a dark go with it, I was like, you've got. So there was this few days of inactivity on my website on social media and I was like hang on you've got this tool so and I could hear Gary Vaynerchuk in, in the background going yeah with his jersey flipping swearing like get off your backside and get on with it so I was like all right what have I got and I was like I've invested in this website how can I use it and then I thought well right okay well I could start a newsletter that means like I need to get in touch with Charlotte and she'll have to build the page and everything. So that takes time. So start getting the ball rolling with that. And then I just started thinking about what are we missing as as outdoors instructors? Not so much like indoor instructors, but the yeah. outdoor styled stuff. And then I just thought about the models that I've worked with in. So um like being an instructor at an activity centre, especially a climbing wall, you the first thing that you do when you walk through the door as a novice climber is you go to the desk and they get you to tie a knot. And if you can't tie that knot, then they offer you a beginner's course. And then I started to think, okay, like so let's look at the future now. How long is it going to be until I can get a group of people together and walk them as like a pack? up to the top of a mountain and I thought yeah. that could that could be that could be something that people don't want to do anymore so I'm thinking about this like what I'm six weeks ago eight weeks ago and yeah. started to think okay so how can I as a as somebody with experience and a qualification support other people that are maybe starting out 
to get out and feel a little bit safer. And then I thought, well, I've got this tool, I've got a website. Why don't I just create a beginner's course online? Yeah. So I've, I've been doing that. So I've like just very, very basic um, things about the areas and how to stay safe out in the hills. Um, and, and I'm going to launch that on my website, put it in my newsletter and sort of just try and get it, distribute it out to people. Man, so cool. So good. Yeah. And such a good idea. It just makes a lot of sense to me. It makes so much sense. A lot of work, though. <laughs> All about the long game. All about the long game. But yeah. I tell you, just be patient. Tell you, man. That's what Gary Vee would say. Just be patient. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but lockdown's going to be over and then I'm going to be out in the mountains. Like, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be vlogging, but I'm not going to be like sat here with my maps all set up talking to my camera i'm gonna be out there man so i've got it's like i've given myself i've given myself to the end of the month to get it finished i'm like right this it's the starting to relax things now so i'm like right end of may done like ready to go on the website and then i can put some pressure on charlotte to get the page built and and then i'm still at work for another month or so um so i can then um yeah, use that income to sort of supplement that being built. And then hopefully, yeah, I can get it out to people. And... But can I tell you what my my favourite thing is that I'm doing at the minute? I love all that stuff. Hey, definitely. My selfish, thing, my selfish thing is I'm setting up a Patreon page. So okay. I, I, do, I love to go out running in the fells. Okay. And so I make these like little commentaries of like I'll go out for a run, film it, and then commentate the route when I get home, and then put a nice little video together of the route, and then sort of promote that route. And then later on, like you've seen my Pennine Way videos, later yeah. on I might I'll talk that. through the map. So just like talk through the map, just being a bit of a this is just me looking at a map. <laughs> That's what the videos are. So I thought, why not do that, but then make extra content that's teaching people how, how I train and how I eat and how I actually... So the way that I've done it is I've said how I plan, prepare, um, and perform the mountain challenge or the run that I'm going to do. So yeah, I've, yeah. Set, I've set that up now and gonna, I'm going to launch that soon. And I'm looking forward to it. That's my. I enjoy editing those challenge videos or those running videos. So that's my selfish thing that I'm doing. Mate, that's great. Like, if you enjoy it, though, like back to what you're saying, passion. It makes yeah. such a big difference. If it makes you happy, then do it. Yeah. Just keep doing that. Like, that's why I love the instructor stuff. Like, yeah, it's a job. I, I genuinely, know. I love it. It's great. <laughs> that's yeah, that's why do. I do the instructor one one thing. Because it's great. That's why I'm talking to you now. Because it's it's awesome talking to like people like yourself. So, mate, I got I got really pumped up. So I'm like, yeah, let's do. I'm gonna go for a run. <laughs> like, I'm doing it. By the time it is at night now, it's like, let's go. Um, yeah. Mate, mate, it'd be great for you if you've got a bit of time still just to do some quick fire ish questions. So that's uh, the end of the very first part of this outdoor instructor chat with Ben Yates. As you can tell, I've really kind of getting into into this chat, and I've I've loved it. Uh, and obviously, there is a second part as well with the out uh, the quick fireish questions round as well. I just wanted to separate it just so make sure that people 
don't miss out on all these bits of information. So thank you so much for watching so far. Make sure to check out the next video. If you enjoyed this one, make sure to hit the like button. If you haven't already, like hit the subscribe button as well. Um, check out Ben's channel if you haven't already. But yeah, really appreciate your support as always. And yeah, enjoy the next before, video. Before um, you swap over to the next thing, I forgot to mention that if you want to uh, get on, like have a, a have a chat with me as well and join an outdoor instructor chat, or if you've got other questions that you want me to ask people about, then make sure to let us know or get in touch. Just send us a message. I'll try to get that sorted for us, okay? Cool. That's the end of the video. Cheers.